again, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Taz and Kegs Underground, your weekly video game news and discussion forum. We are here live on Whispering Rose Radio, or you may be listening in uh, podcast land. So thanks, everyone, for listening or downloading or whatever this week. I am Taz, and with me as always, Keg. What's up, dude? Hey, what's going on? Uh, man, we got a lot to talk about. I mean, I know we it's a video a lot to game talk show. About. It's a video game show. Um, however, you know, a lot of things happen today. Michael Jackson dying. Yeah, that's kind of a trip, isn't it? That is like a really, really big trip. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this into a video game mode because did you ever play for the Sega Smooth Criminal? <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> I think I have it actually. In my <laughs> I, got it. I think I do. That's like one of those odd games that I would probably have. I'd have to look through what I got, but you know what? I I'm just I'm I'm just gonna state this right off the bat. Okay, later in his years, you know, he died at fifty, which I feel is very young. How old was he? Fifty. Oh, he was fifty. Yeah, which okay. I feel is very young. Um, yeah. Uh, however, you know, he had his eccentric years in the last maybe what twelve years. Uh, the eighteen years before that. He was phenomenal. He he was he revolutionized the eighties. I mean, he was huge. So oh, yeah, we all remember the, the Thriller album. I had that thing that ruled all over the place. Everybody had Thriller. I mean, I don't think I've known anybody. You talk to some of the bigger headbangers in the late eighties, and they had Thriller. Yeah. You know, but uh, you know, oh. later on in his life, you know, whatever stuff happened. I, I just I'd like to remember him back then. And uh, sorry to see him go, really. Yeah, yeah, it is kind of... Well, yeah, and there's all kinds of, you know, all the different things about the children and everything else, but I don't want to get into all that. Because we are a video game radio show and not a... But I did have to mention it. We are going to talk about gays tonight, though. Um, (laughs) That's funny. So uh, we're going to do, you know, a little segue there. Um, We have a ton to talk about this week, and sorry we got on a little bit late, but... Technical difficulties. I was downloading new versions of stuff, and you know, whatever. So we get this all figured out. But uh, I just want to give somebody a little, so, uh, somebody, everybody, a little bit of news. What is going on in the world of Taz and Keg? We are revamping all kinds of stuff. I mean, we are in the middle of revamping the entire website. We're going to make it much more, uh, I guess, easy to use. And easy to follow along and get all the latest gaming news and updates right from our site. You're going to be able to check us out on MySpace, Facebook, Twitter. And the cool thing is, now on the Taz and Keg site, what you will be able to do is um, you'll be able to sign in using your MySpace, Twitter, or Facebook account. You don't have to set up a whole new account or anything. You can just join us on our site whenever you would like just by using whatever um, social network that you enjoy using now. So pretty cool stuff coming through. And um, yeah, all kinds of good stuff. Podcasts have been uh, being downloaded pretty frequently with the podcast. So that's good. We want to keep that going and we're going to start we're going to start doing some contests and prizes to throw our podcast friends a little a little bone too here as we get everything. But stay tuned within the next three or four weeks here. I would guess you're going to have a whole new Taz and Kegs underground show with new website, new everything. And uh, well, not, this show is going to be pretty much the same. But anyway, that's the, the cool new stuff that's coming through. But what are we talking about this week? 
we got a whole bunch of stories, and we might have to run through them pretty quick, but we'll get to them, I promise. Uh, Square Enix was sued for, quote, unfair business practices. Um, a game disc lock tech was going to save retailers, supposedly. Blizzard talks MMOG down... Excuse me. <laughs> MMOG downfalls. And here's the big one of the, the, the evening tonight, folks. And this is Gay Pride and WoW. So we're going to talk a little Gay Pride and WoW. GameStop shrugs its shoulders at Best Buy. I'm telling you, we got a lot of stories this week. And Netflix possibly coming to Wii. This one I'm really interested in. And then, of course, game releases for this week, next week, whatever. So, um, that's what is on tap so far. But before we get started, let me tell you how to get a hold of us. And you can do so by first jumping into our chat room and chatting with us live during the show. Which is pretty freaking nuts right now. Yeah, we got a few people in here going crazy, which is always good, good, good. You can do that by going to www.tazandkeg.com. That's T-A-Z-Z and keg, K-E-G.com. Chat or slash chat.htm or just go to the website, click on chat, and we'll get you in there. Um, the chat room's jacked up, and that's another one of those things that's going to change. But just jump in there. You're probably going to have some kind of goofy, retarded name, but whatever. Deal with it. Um, unfortunately, the phones aren't working right now. We'll keep you updated, but if they are working, you can usually dial us up at 262-456-5370 and talk to us live. Uh, new instant messaging um, for everybody out there that has IM'd us before. Um, our AOL, Yahoo, and MS Live accounts now is just Taz and Keg. For all three of them, the MS is Taz and Keg at live.com if you're used to using MSN, you know what that's all about. ICQ is the same though, and that is 3555-01827. Or you can email us at any time too, before, during, after the show at taz at tazandkeg.com. Or hit up keg at keg at tazandkeg.com. So there you go, everybody. That's that's it. That's that's the show. No, we should probably talk about some stuff. What's up with you, dude? I haven't talked to you. What are you, what are you playing now? What's going on? You know what I played last weekend, and I am glad to say that I played it, and I had a lot of fun with it. Small screen plays for the ColecoVision? No, nah, Ghostbusters. You did play it for the Wii? Yep. And, and, and I can totally agree with everybody out there that are, you know, all the different whatever so-called reviewers out there uh it's probably better than for the wii than it is for any any other system that's just what everybody's saying controller. Yeah, yeah just because of the controls it was by far one of the funnest games i've ever played man we played with two people and uh we got co-op? maybe we got yeah co-op uh yeah. you can't do more than two people co-op oh that's kind of weak not for the week not for the week <laughs> but, uh, um a little Freudian slip there yeah um <laughs> However, we probably got about two thirds of the way, you know, through the game <clears throat> by by the time, you know, by Sunday. We always we started playing Saturday afternoon, and we got done, you know, sometime Sunday morning. Okay. Um, but uh, we probably got about two thirds way through the game. It's a renter for sure. I mean, it's but it's a how, fun many, game. how long did you say you played it for? Um, yeah. To be honest with you, I bet you we were probably up in the eight and ten hour range. Okay. You know, and you're about you say you think you're about three quarters through it though. Uh, about two thirds, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, there's not too many. I mean, we went through, and the way that they got them set up is pretty funny. Um, the first, uh, the first ghost was Slimer, 
okay. which basically puts you through like uh, the uh, learning how to play the game mode. Mm-hmm. You know, and then after that was uh, the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, and then after that was the Librarian. It was it was actually really really cool, man. It was it was a great story, and it was it was a lot of fun. And I was just watching uh, X Play before we went on on the air here, and uh, they they gave it a pretty decent review, and it, and they actually actually had some cheats too, um, for there's cheats already. Yeah, well, not cheats. They didn't have cheats, but they they gave you hints on how to defeat some of the bosses, and one was like oh, yeah. some big giant spider, and the other one was like. I didn't really get its name, but it was some big, crazy dinosaur-looking thing that was, like came out of some big pit. It looked like I'll this. tell you what, man. That game, I, I, I want another crack at it. I'm not going to pay fifty bucks for it, but uh, I want another crack okay. at it. You know, get a GameFly account. Yeah. Well, I'll rent it again. Yeah. There you go. You know, and that game was uh, fun as hell. Um, otherwise, I'm still playing Chris Chronicles. Uh, my life still is playing. And you're digging that, aren't you? I'm almost done. I downloaded everything, yeah. absolutely everything that had to do it. Because even if you download, which is stupid, but if you download uh, the new outfits, then yeah. you get then you get new uh, dungeons. Oh, well, that is a great segue, Keg. With that, I'm not going to tell you anything that I'm doing right now because it's really not much. Let me tell you. Um, but we got our first story is from OneUp.com. And it is Square Enix America being sued for unfair business practices. Did you read this? Uh, yes, I did. And it had to do about uh, their charging late fees and all this. Yeah. Yeah, but, and, and this is, I'll, I'll read this. It's not a very long story, but it, a little interesting here. It says, a, it's a class action suit seeking $5 million, okay, for one, which is kind of ridiculous. It's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> for, well, no, it's not. This This is totally garbage, but... I'm sure people have experienced this, and then that's kind of why I wanted to talk about it for a little bit. Uh, concealed monthly fees, among other things. It says a class action lawsuit has been brought against Square Enix seeking more than $5 million for what is alleged to be unfair business practices, false advertising, and unjust enrichment via courthouse news services. The name plaintiff is Esther, Esther, I'm assuming, Esther. Leung of San Francisco, he's probably part of that gay pride parade in a while, who said Square Enix <laughs> lied which we'll about... we'll talk about later. <laughs> and I'm going to have fun with that. Lied about or concealed its monthly fees, penalties, for late payments, interest restrictions, and other things that should have been fully disclosed at point of purchase concerning Final Fantasy XI. So they're talking about Final Fantasy's MMO. Uh, Leung is being represented by Ronald McDonald, I mean Ronald Markman, and Michael Kim. It's unclear how exactly Square Enix might have lied about its concealed and its monthly fees and other items. Clicking the monthly fee tab on the official website lists twelve ninety five per month subscription fee, plus another dollar per month for additional content. So, and I actually checked that out. I went there and looked, just like at the website, and uh, it's um, it, it says it there. I mean, I don't know what this guy was looking at, but you know, well, it's like anything. You know, it's not going to go anywhere. It's, no, there's it's, no, it's 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 some frivolous lawsuit that is just not going to go anywhere because they tell you straight out right there on the website. I checked it out myself. I, I spent a little bit of time earlier today uh, researching this site, and I was like, you know, because they're not going to they're going to use pretty much the same stuff for Final Fantasy fourteen. 
Uh, you know, so yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, so I mean, it's not... Uh, it's I'm surprised just, this is even, like, in the news at all, because you know what probably happened. He probably set up an account with his mom's credit card, and his mom didn't know, or his girlfriend or whatever didn't know, and, and he got to cancel it, and then they the started extra- charging him, and then she got pissed off, and then she ran up and kicked him in the balls, yep. and now he's pissed off, so he's going to try and sue. I mean, the extra charge is, 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 uh, is your interest rate. It has nothing to do with Squaresoft. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or Square Enix. So anyway, I mean, I don't know. I just wanted to spend a little time on that. That, that, was <laughs> that one's kind of funny, man. It really is kind of funny. I mean, when it comes down to it, I mean, they do. The smart thing was is he charged, you know, that uh, Square Enix charged an extra dollar for online content. I mean, that was, you know, right. I mean, if, if this um, this game that I'm playing now, this Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, My Life as a King, um, you get so much more when you download all this other stuff. This is going to be a staple for uh, Square Enix, for real. I think it's going to be a staple for a lot. Well, it, yeah, Square Enix specifically, too, because right now I'm still playing uh, Final Fantasy IV, the, the After Years, and I finished yeah, the first so one, I'm on Rydia's Adventure so Tale, whatever. And, you know, that one, so you pay 8 bucks. For the for the original one, and it's three dollars for the second one, I guess. Yeah, and then in next month, there's going to be two more. Right, exactly. So the, you know, they just three hundred three hundred points a piece. So I mean, it's dollars a piece. It kind of it's kind of a smart business plan, if you ask. It me, is. It is very smart because what they're doing is just, uh, you know, I mean, let's face it. If you if you halfway enjoy the first games that you play with it. For three dollars, you're not gonna be like, oh, dude, three dollars. I'm sitting around doing nothing. Yeah, I'm gonna buy it. You know what I mean? Especially for us old school fans that are that like it because of the old school gig. Um, and and I think that's uh, that that's what it is. You know, it's um the the people that have played the first one because I've read uh, some of the reviews and it got poor reviews from some sites like Gamespot gave it a five or a five and a half out of ten. And uh, it's just, it, it's not a five and a half out of a ten. The game's way, way, way better than that, especially if you played the, whatever, the... Well, you know what, it's, it's a throwback to the old, you know, it's throwback to the old graphics and all that stuff, but you know what, so far, uh, the story has been great. Um, I, I did, I, I did uh, uh, the original... And then I I'm, now I'm doing Rydia's right story, and I got about I'm not I don't even think I'm halfway through it. I think I got maybe about a quarter of the way through it. Yeah, and I don't know just, if I'm halfway through it, but I'm in this big ass dungeon. That thing is huge. <laughs> so, but it's cool. Oh man, it's well, just, you know I have a lot of fun with that game. Absolutely, really, seriously. But anyway, it's it's because of it's a it's a great story. Uh, you know, I'll play a game that has horrible graphics and a great story oh, yeah. any day. Any day, absolutely right. What I think we're going to do is we're up against a break here, so I think we're going to take a quick time out, and when we come back, we're going to talk a little game disc lock technology that could save retailers billions of dollars. So stay tuned. You are listening to Taz and Kegs on the ground here live on WhisperingRoseRadio.com or your podcast.
Welcome back. Welcome back. How you, what, how's that song go? That Welcome Back Carter song? It's been a long time. Keg? You don't remember? Yeah, no, I was trying to sing it, but... Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> I don't think Welcome that's horrible either. Back. Something like that. No, nah, that's horrible. Alright, so I won't be singing anymore for the rest of the night. Well, we'll see. Maybe I will. He's going to bust into Thriller at some time tonight. Oh, definitely, dude. Uh, or beat it will even be better. Oh, sweet. But you are listening to Taz and Kegs Underground here live on WhisperingRoseRadio.com. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to your video game news and discussion forum. Too bad we don't have much discussion going on. Uh, jump into our chat room, everyone. If you get a chance to, go to tazandkeg.com slash chat.htm and get into our chat room and chat with us about all these things. Otherwise, you can IM us. ICQ is 3555-01827, and everything else is Taz and Keg. So whether it's Yahoo, AOL, whatever, just Taz and Keg, and you'll be fine. So anyway, the next story, let's get into it here that I wanted to talk about is this game disc lock tech. It's this new technology that they're saying uh, could save retailers $6 billion. Um, I don't know where they came up with $6 billion. I'm assuming Dude, they pull it. <laughs> they pull it well, stuff the, out of their butts all the time. <laughs> there's, sure. there's just... I, I, um, whatever numbers that they come up with, they just pull out of their butts all the time. I've read this article, mm-hmm. but I... I you go ahead, and I'd love to comment on this one. You would, huh? Right. I'm not going to read this whole thing. It's very lengthy, but I'll give you the gist of it. It says, the, and this one is coming from GameSpot. Everyone, GameSpot.com. The Retail Trade Association claims publishers, retailers could earn $6 billion using a radio-activated lock. Could hit retail shelves in quarter four of 2010 for games, DVDs, Blu-ray. Anyone who has worked in retail knows that theft is a serious problem, and it is, they are right. This is especially true of high-value items like games and game hardware, which are not too often the subject of heists planned from the outside and inside. Now, many entertainment retailers are considering a new kind of security measure for DVD and video game merchandise. After a report today revealed that such devices would allow retailers and publishers to earn several billion dollars each year. The report is the second... Do you think billions of dollars are stolen out of these stores each year? I don't know. Um, The report is the second part of the project commissioned in 2008 by the Entertainment Merchants Association titled Project Lazarus. Study of Benefit Denial, the retail trade. Let me just get to like what it actually is, this stuff. Um, blah, 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 Blu-ray, yada, yada, yada. Um, but, well, now... Here's what it comes down to. Basically what it is, they, yeah. Yeah, they just want to stop uh, copying movies, copying games, copying... No, 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 that's not what it is at all, dude. Not well, it's all. putting a lock on your. It's putting a lock on your. Just no, no. no what from is, what I read, from what I read, it's, it's basically putting something in your system, a security thing no. in your system. Uh uh-uh. uh No, that's not that, it at all. It's on the disc. Right. It's on the disc, dude. So basically, what it is is if they they encrypt the whatever with this whatever it is, and then when you scan it and you actually purchase it, it's removed. Or is it on the hardware? See, I think it's I thought on, it was on a disc. Hold on, let me read this. 
Well, see, now I read that article, and it what you know what it sounded like to me. It says was, specifically the study considers the impact of so-called benefit denial technology that would render DVDs, Blu-ray discs. Hold on, let me finish. Well, let's like actually figure out what it is. Uh, Blu-ray discs and video game discs unusable until they are physically unlocked at the moment of purchase, which means it's um, it would be basically unlocked uh, via the um, the disc, not the not the machine. So they would have to basically. Um, you know what? But the, all you got to do is you got to find. You know what? Uh, give it about three months, and there's going to be some hacker out there that's going to be able to design a disc or uh, a chip to put in your. Oh yeah, but even so, Blu-ray player and this and this. I'm telling you, this it's all a bunch of crap. Well. I mean, here's the I, thing. I, I don't know, dude. If I'm a retail store, which I plan on being really soon, actually, for those that know me, um, you know, if you know, if I can save from being robbed, because if I if I don't if I have to physically like scan it or type in a code in some system or whatever to say this disc was purchased for it to play, you're gonna have a lot uh, a lot less theft, dude. I can guarantee it. Oh, see, but how many times have you? Oh my God, you've given me you give me plenty of programs that has the code. So I mean, it's out there. Well, no, no, but yeah, it's but I'm talking gonna, the actual. Do it. No, no, I'm talking. It, it is going to do it. I'm talking the actual physical disc itself. There's still going to be stuff out there where you're going to be able to download the crap and get a crack for it, and. You know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. See, now that's just, the kind of stuff that they have to go after. They but, don't have but, to go after. I don't think so. I don't think they can. I don't think they can go after that because I. They're always keeping one step ahead of it, and I think it's such a small community that there's not a heck of a lot of worry about it. I think what the retail and this is specifically specifically geared towards retailers. I think what the retailers are looking at is people swiping games right off their shelves. But you know, not only that, it's more or less their employees swiping the games. But even you know, thinking about it that way, even if the employees are the ones that are swiping the games, you know, the employees might have the ability to scan it or deactivate the key or whatever. And I don't know exactly know how it's going to work if it's going to be like a. Uh, you know, a plate they have to run it over or whatever it may be. The, the technology, they don't go into too much detail in the article, but um, I mean, it could be good for retailers. Um, I, I mean, the hacking and all that kind of stuff is still going to go on no matter what. That's it's not going to solve that. You know what? They're going to come out with something, but as soon as they come out with something, there's going to be that opposite that comes out with how to hack it. Well, right. The thing is, you know, the, your your local like video game thief isn't going to be someone that's going to, because um, you know I've known some of these people. And they're not bright people. They're not going to be people that are going to be like, "Oh, dude, I can steal these games and I can figure out a way to hack it." And blah blah blah. It's like, no, they can't hack shit because that's why they're stealing stuff and not buying it. So because they're dumb. They're very very mm. dumb people. You swore before I did in this show. Yeah, well, it's going to be a lot worse. No, I'm just kidding. But anyway, so there you go. Uh, new technology may be coming in the quarter four of 2010. Moving on. Oh, that's a good one. Blizzard Discuss Council MMOG Pitfalls. Um, this is kind of interesting, and I've kind of uh, thought along the same lines. I mean, whoever thought Blizzard would be talking about any kind of pitfalls when it comes to MMOs, but... Anyway, this one comes from GameSpot as well, and Rob 
Pardo says hard drive space and business model problems are being obstacles to non-PC massively multiplayer games. But, oh, that was wonderful. But promises the market will flourish eventually. And I'm not so sure I'm agreeing with that. Many developers have tried to tap into the relatively untouched console MMO market, but few have succeeded. Microsoft scrapped its Xbox Bound True Fantasy Live Online in 04 and its Xbox 360 Bound Marvel Universe Online project in 08. Um, Funcom promised a 360 release of Age of Conan after its PC release in 08, but it has yet to materialize. One notable expansion is Square Enix's Final Fantasy XI, which is available for the Xbox 360, PS2, as well as the PC. The Japanese publisher has apparently had enough success on consoles that it announced a new massively multiplayer online role-playing game for the PS3 and PC, Final Fantasy XIV Online, at the Electronic Entertainment Expo earlier this month. Um, I don't want to go, you know, too much into this, but basically they're saying, however, the biggest MMORPG publisher in the world isn't in a rush to bring its properties to consoles in an interview with Trade Industry. Um, Gamers Blizzard Entertainment Executive President Rob Pardo outlined the obstacles that have discouraged a World of Warcraft maker from doing so. There's a lot of challenges. I'd say the challenge number one is the input device. So if you're going to port a game like WoW, how does it work? Do you ship a keyboard and a mouse? Do you try to make a game that adapts to the different BI of the... What it comes down to is that they were talking about it, it would be way too difficult for them to try to come out with an MMO that for the PlayStation, the Xbox, and the PC at the same time. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's basically how it is because... When they plan something, they plan like World of Warcraft is planned around a keyboard. Absolutely, and here's the thing. I mean, I understand there's voice chat and all this other kind of stuff, but you know, sometimes I don't feel like putting on the headset and talking to people. I mean, I ran, I played. Well, you don't necessarily have to do that. No, World of Warcraft, you never have to do that. I mean, they have that option, but. It's a pain in the ass to play a console game, though, with a keyboard. I mean, I'm sure you can plug a keyboard in and you can type or whatever. And I used to do it with John Madden football on the PS2 before there was the voice chat stuff. But it's not the same. You know what I mean? It's just not because then you're balancing the keyboard or you're playing and you got to put down the remote and you got to type something. And it, it's just the, the computer is so far more set up for MMOs, in my opinion, that I don't know that it'll ever really take off on a console. Now... Uh, a game like Final Fantasy, because it was a a console game first, I think that's why it's had decent success on, on a console. <coughs> but um, I don't know. Just you know, I couldn't imagine you know doing an MMO on my console. I don't know. I mean, I, I played them for a long time, and just you know all of the all the different macros that you have, and all, I mean, you'd have to have a controller with 150 buttons for goodness sakes to to really work well enough. I think I don't know. Uh, no, I'm not trying to. Not I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm in chat, dude, and chat is going nuts right now. Yeah, so get in chat if you're not. Yeah, no, everybody get in chat. This is fun. <laughs> Anyways, I mean, when it comes out to it, I... Did you pay attention to the damn show instead of screwing around in chat? Oh, man, it's kind of hard. <laughs> I'm, like, talking to you. You have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, well, I don't listen to you half the time anyways because yeah. you're wrong. Yeah, right. <laughs> you don't know what I'm wrong. You don't know what the hell I said. 
So anyway, Anna Mo's on a council. Because usually so you're wrong. Uh, not the case at all. I I agree with uh, Activision by saying that they're uh, whatever it is, Blizzard, Activision. Um, they have a hard time, you know, if they're going to design something, and I like this, I like the idea. If they're going to design something, they're going to design something for one system. That way it's it's more controlled. It's more... See, but I don't like that. Why would you want that? Why would you want to lim- limit the player base? That's stupid, dude. That's the dumbest no, thing I ever don't. said on this damn show. No, I don't. I, I, I disagree with so you. You want smaller? You want a smaller? You're talking about an MMO, and you want to be able to limit the no, players. No, we're talking about Blizzard, Blizzard Activision, which has got the number one game as an MMO right now, and has for like a couple years now. What does or, that have to do with anything? Well, what I'm saying is, is so what are they going to do? They're they come out with a game on the PS3 and limit their player base to just PS3 users. Which has a small, small percentage of within interactive. They're trying to talk about trying to incorporate both of them together. So now, how are you going to play that on the PS3 and the Xbox 360, and to be able to support both of them? Okay, I think it's a great idea. I mean, I don't know how it's done. If if it's, you know, I think it's going to be expensive. I mean, it could be. Why would it be expensive? I mean, they can make one game that'll run on all three systems. I mean, it's going to be expensive. Yeah, well, but you can. know what? It's, right. it's a first-person game. You know, it's, it's not a first-person, but it's a game that you play yourself. But it's but when you try to interact with other. Here's an Xbox 360 dude walking around. And so they're going to have to develop it for all three consoles. It would be the problem, and that's where it would get expensive because. All three systems have different development kits, so you got to exactly. develop it one way for the Wii, then you do the PS3. I mean, exactly. you can. De- you can develop it for the Wii, which would be how are you going to counter? How are you going to counteract? <coughs> you know, I mean, you know, just Xbox hating PS3. I mean, well, well, there's you know, plenty of games that are on the Wii, Xbox 360, and the PS3. That's that's they do that. But if you're talking about an MMO or something that you're going to be constantly like either adding new content or whatever, that's where it's going to get expensive. You know what I mean? Um, where you're developing. Um, new content on a regular basis for the same game over and over again. It'd be like, um, you know, like an MMO like Ultima Online, where they have like the 2D and 3D platform. It's all great and grand that they have these two platforms for everybody, but it's got to slow production down a ton when, you know, they have to now, okay, a new expansion is coming out and they have to make two different versions of it for, you know, or at least do art for it for two different versions. Um, be, well, because they're out there, you know what I mean. So, a perfect example. I mean, the artwork for Ghostbusters. I'm going to go back to this because I've seen the artwork for Ghostbusters for the PS3 and the Xbox 360, and it's way different than the one for the Wii. Well, sure. Uh, the one for the Wii is like more polygonish, I guess. Uh, just not defined. Oh yeah, no, the Xbox 360 and uh, the PS3. Well, they have HD capability and right, so it's like way more defined and this and this yeah. and you know it's so you know if it wasn't for the controls, that game would not be better. No, you don't but, think so. No, not at all. But I mean, but just be able to come out with, I mean, because you're going to have to write a code for each different. Uh, I, I don't know how that works. I wish I did. 
but uh, you know, I mean, if you had an Xbox 360 game and you had a PS3 game, and the characters were going to try to come together, how would you do that? Well, I mean, as long as they make the game, they're playing on the same server, so I'm assuming you could do it. I mean, it'd be no different than making a game that runs on a Mac and runs on a PC. You know, like some of these MMOs, like WoW. You know, well, and that's different though, because why? Why is it because once you uh, the, once you load WoW, it has no it it don't care whether you're running fuck it don't rather, it don't care if you're running Mac or if you're running. Well, know, why would it matter if it Windows why would it, why would it care that if you're running uh, PS3 or Xbox or Wii if you're online? Because if you're but, on your PS3, your PS3 has got to recognize that it's in a. You know, I don't know how. I don't know. It'd be the same do thing, dude. It, I mean, it can be. It can totally be done. It's whether somebody wants to actually take the time. Right, right. To try well, and do it, and and whether um, I mean, it would be a pretty big gamble because, especially the way prices are for these uh, developers to develop a game for the PS3 and the Xbox. Um, it, it, it costs them a lot of money, and they have to sell a lot of units to be able to make. Uh, to be able to make any profit off of this stuff now, so if they don't make a kick-ass app, and they spend a lot of money, and then they think it's a kick-ass app, and the thing fails miserably, then you're SOL, you know what I mean? And you're like, oh great, we made this app, we thought it was great, we just lost a ton of money, and there goes Activision, <laughs> or whatever, you know? Um, and that's what's happening with this generation of, of consoles right now, where you see all these developers leaving or going out of business, is because of just that, I think, is, you know, the PS3, they say, is horribly expensive to develop for, and you have to sell a ton of units in order to make it worth it. And well, if you're I making a AAA... The new Final Fantasy is kind of hoping on it. Well, Final Fantasy don't have anything to worry about. I think that's going to sell a million units in its sleep. But just because it's got a name and a following and everything else, I mean, that might be a, an actual console seller. That might, you know, that get people out of there to finally say alright I was waiting waiting for the PS3 to come down in price and yada 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 and now here's Final Fantasy I'm going to go buy one I think that one's a, a definite console seller so uh, they, they don't have any problems with that but there's other ones out there too God of War is going to be another one and yeah, yeah that's exclusive to PS3 so well, far that I've seen yeah well and you know the thing is too with that is you know, it's not coming out till I think they said like March of 2010. Yeah, next you know, year. Right by then, you know, they they have to have another price drop on the on the PS3. So by then, the, the system's going to be affordable. And uh, and, and the thing is, it's kind of sad. How long has the PS3 been out now? Three years. It came out the same year as the Wii, right? So three or four yeah, years. I'm, Someone pick me up in our chat if if you know off the top of your head how long the PS3. That long? Been out. Three years already, huh? I think so. It's been. I'm pretty sure it's been at least three years. So it's been. It's taken three years before they made a God of War for the PS3. I'm sure they've been working on it, but I mean that should have been. I came out the same year that we. Yeah, I said that. Gabber five four one. Whoever the hell you. <laughs> so I think it's a three or four years. It's close. To, it's closing in on four years. I think. And um, that's a long time for a flagship title. Oh. No, he's saying That's two or three. That's a long time for a system. Well, even I, I, two, three years. That's kind of how long was it bet between the Nintendo and the SES? Nintendo, SNES. The Nintendo and the Super Nintendo. 
um, I don't know, six years, something like that. Yeah, so, I mean, it's... I think these systems, this this generation, are going to last a little bit longer. I think you're going to well, see longevity in their they cycle. They sure the heck wanted more money for them. Well, that's just it, too. I mean, what are they going to do? Is the PS4 is going to cost, you know, $1,300 when it comes out? They just can't do it, you know what I mean? And they obviously can't afford to manufacture something... Um, cheaper, you know, I mean, they, they haven't figured out how to do it with the PS3 were trying to, I mean, they were selling the damn thing for six, seven hundred dollars and still losing freaking money when the damn thing first came out and, uh, they're just that, they're just not smart No, nope. I don't know nope. I don't know so, anyway I think our best bet here right now is to take another time out and make sure you stay tuned for the next segment because we are first going to go over game releases for next week, and then we're going to talk a little. Gay- nothing. Yeah, you're going to talk one. And then we're going to go over a little gay pride and World of Warcraft. So that's going to be a fun segment because oh, we know the people that play World of Warcraft listen to Tales talk about gay pride. And um, we're going to talk about them. So thank you for listening to us tonight live on WhisperingRoseRadio.com. See you in a bit. Thanks. Welcome back to Taz and Kegs Underground, here live on WhisperingRoseRadio.com or in podcast land, if you are checking us out via podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good stuff, good stuff. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. So, thank you. please buy the veal. Yeah. Dude, I've had some nasty-ass veal, though, dude. I, I mean, I've had, <laughs> I've had good veal, and I've had bad veal, dude. Bad veal is horrible. <clears throat> so, anyway, what's coming out this week, dude? Um, actually, uh, oh, I was totally caught off guard, but I really wasn't, but, um... Do you pay attention to anything we do on the show? Here, this is what I had for this segment, seriously. Was well, this week... Here's what you had for the, what, this... Week, this week, Ghostbusters came out. Okay. And I got to play it this weekend, and it was... for everything, right? We, PS3 yeah. and the 360, correct? Which was an excellent game. It, it really is an excellent game. I... It's borderline buy it or not. It's so short that you don't want to board that you don't want to buy it. But the the storyline and the gameplay itself was just completely fun. That's I mean, awesome. it really was. Um, and then of course, uh, you know, along with the movie release this weekend, uh, Transformers coming out this weekend. Yeah. We talked a little bit about That's that. That's out for everything as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's all for everything. And Even I read portables, I think they made a version of it. For and I think I re- I read a little bit more about this one, and they actually did put a little bit more effort in this one, as opposed to one that came out when the original Transformers movie came out. They said that that <laughs> game just was horrible, but evidently they put a little bit more into this game. So I mean, it's it's worth a try. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom, Xbox 360, PS3. Those are always fun. That's kind of like a Street Fighter gig. 
The Punisher, No Mercy for the PS3. Punisher? Wow, a lot of comic stuff, huh? I like, yeah. Uh, and then uh, they got even a Mega Man game for the DS. Mega Man Star Force 3. Star which, Force 3? What the hell is that? It's, you, I haven't seen it. I have to check that out. I didn't know where that was. Mega, Mega Man, Man game came for the DS? Awesome. That's cool. Those games are awesome. Oh, yeah, Mega Man games are always, always awesome. Yeah, those are always great. And then uh, ultimately next week will be uh, Harry Potter because the movie's being released next week. The movie's coming out next week already? Yes. Are you sure? Positive. Alright. Cool, I'm going to have to go see it. So, uh, Harry Potter's Potter coming door. out. It's, it's... Well... And evidently, they put everything into the game that they did the movie. I mean, they've been doing a lot better with this. You know, they were like, uh... A lot of those games are crap. <laughs> I still wanted to check out the Harry Potter for the Wii. When it first came out, the way it sounded like where you kind of wave the Wii remote and do stuff, I was like, dude, that's going to be kind of cool. And I, never, I just never got a chance to check it out. I'm going to have to give it a run for one of these nights. Yep, Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Half-Blood Prince. That's a good book. And it's coming out with for every system. Yeah, oh my god, you know, the Harry Potter, they hold for everything. It's probably coming out for the Atari, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> ah, let's make a 2600 version of it, too. What the hell? <clears throat> Somebody's still got to have one of those laying around. We'll sell that. I probably could, too. I would not doubt it. I'd buy it. Why not, dude? The Neo Geo. Oh, I just, I crack up laughing every time that I go to the online channel on the Wii. Yeah, you can download Neo Geo games. I think all it's those Neo. Oh man! And remember when that system first came out? Dude, that, that it was like seven hundred dollars. That was the had the case of a P, the PS threes, dude. That thing was ridiculous. Except the games, they were trying to get two hundred bucks for the games. That That's was crazy. retarded. Oh, I remember they were one hundred ninety nine dollars at. Uh, and now you can Texas. download them for three hundred points <laughs> for three bucks. Good job, Neo Geo. You're an idiot. <laughs> um, I remember I rented one. I, the, you could remember back way back in the day at Blockbuster, you could actually rent the the consoles. Oh yeah. And I rented a well, Neo Geo for a hundred and fifty dollar deposit. <laughs> and I rented a Neo Geo and uh, baseball, and it was good. I mean, for the for its time, it was ahead of its time. I mean, it was like you know dead on arcade kind of graphics. That's when the arcade was like the arcade. You wanted to play the game at the arcade because they were so much. You know, so far superior to the, the arcade was. Console. Yeah, it was a shit, man. It and, was. and I think you know, I think that's kind of what they were betting on. They're going, listen, if we can make a console that's going to have the same graphics and everything that that what the arcade games can do, we can charge two hundred dollars for a game, and it'd be like people buying a count uh, an arcade game, you know. And uh, yeah, whoever thought of that idea, hopefully doesn't have a job or is working at McDonald's right now because they obviously have... Hopefully not know. working for Square Enix. Or anybody. <laughs> the video game industry, I mean, that's just retarded. <clears throat> you, you can go back and talk about just stupid-ass game moments. We should do that one segment. So Harry Potter doesn't come out until July 15th. Thing. Well, that's next week, isn't it? Uh, no. the 25th. Well, it's two no, July away. 15th? That's what... Gabber for five forty one in our chest from now. Yeah. Whatever, it's close enough. <clears throat> so um, no, the what, what I'm getting here is release date is June thirtieth. Getting from where? I'm going. I'm going from GameSpot right now. That, that for June the game, 30th. you dummy. He's talking about the movie. Oh, 
<laughs> well, you know what? I think they made a mistake. See, I think um, Star Wars. Star Wars Episode Three made a big mistake because they came out with the movie like three or the game three weeks before the movie. Yeah, I remember that. And it dumb. followed the movie. The only thing with the game is the book came it out like everything. six years ago or whatever it's been now. Yeah, well, I'm. Well, I understand that, but. That's a little bit different, because most people already know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, well, <laughs> all people knew. Yeah. You know what was going to happen at the end. But um, if you come out with a video game that follows the movie, right, before right. the movie comes That's out... stupid. I agree. That is very, very at least give it. At least do it, like, right at the same time, or a week after, or a couple, even a day after the movie comes out, for goodness sakes. But not, like, three weeks before, or a week before, even. That's yeah, no, never before. Period. <laughs> it doesn't really matter anyway, but we're going to get to a story about that because video games based around movies suck donkey balls anyway. Usually. I'm always. We have, uh, we've had a couple of people chime in on this before. Yeah, I know. When we were talking about wrong. it. I mean, we were like, uh, you know, the James Bond games were good and. No, they weren't. Oh, double. That was, really wasn't based off of any movie, though. I was yeah, it was. I mean, and the, you even you even said first, a couple of Disney movie. ones. Did you tell me a Disney one of the Disney uh, games was better than the, not necessarily better than the movie, but well, if it's better not, than you thought. Yeah, but that, if it's not based off a movie, it doesn't count in the conversation. Well, no, I mean it was still based off a movie. Like <coughs> no, it wasn't. I'm talking about Ducktales. That game ruled for the NES, and that's the game. Well, think- okay, so a TV show. I mean, it's still. No, that was a cartoon character. No, completely different. I'm talking about movies. That's completely different, dude. That's a whole different argument. It sucked. <clears throat> sucked. They all suck. And I forgot who that was. That and they wrote a blog on the site too about it. And uh, they had a whole bunch of different examples, and he was wrong on almost all of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> so anyway, uh, what, what else is coming out? Sorry, dude. I didn't mean the. To... Uh, no, that's it. That's pretty much it. That's all. <laughs> well, I mean, once you got. Uh, uh, well, just uh, what's that one just list them off. If, oh. if there's uh, if there's anything, if there's anything else, just list, list them off. There if... was, you know, there was one that I really like to play, but I don't have a PS3. What's that? Is uh, Call of uh, Juarez mm. Bone and Blood. I was watching a little preview of that earlier, yeah. Dude, it's just, you know what? I've played the first one. I went to school with Lil Juarez. He owned a grocery store. Or his I parents played... Had. <laughs> <laughs> Mexican grocery store. Oh, Dude, they were too. Juarez, I mean, they had all... Oh, that was great. Is this, is this uh, game anything like his grocery store? No, it's... it's But it's a lot like the previous one. <clears throat> uh, you had a previous grocery store. No, it was... What the hell? I don't know. This is the second of... Of uh, I know it's a second in the series. It, but it's not called the same. It's uh, damn it! For the life of me, I cannot figure this out. Um, You're an idiot. it's like it's not gun, <laughs> but it's 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 <laughs> like that. It's a western. Okay. It's a western know. game. I don't know what that is. Well, that's good. <laughs> so, um, what else? Uh, Harry Potter, Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah. Well, Worms 2. Worms 2, okay. PC? Yeah, Xbox 360. Oh, 360. Download? Yes. Okay. Um, 
<clears throat> Mega Man, Star Force 3 for the DS. I'm telling you, I've been reading about this game, and the game looks cool. It, it just, it looks cool. <clears throat> you're done. That's all that's coming out. And the reason you're done is because you have to tell me all about this gay pride uh, celebration of World of Warcraft, because I know you were in it. <clears throat> See, now you're going to talk shit. Yes, I am. Um, so anyway, <clears throat> I guess, and I didn't read, I'm going to have to find a video of this gay pride march. Somebody's got to have a video of it somewhere. Here they had somebody recreated one. And it says, and this is uh, over at GamePolitics.com is where I found this. June, which is this month, is Gay Pride Month in the U.S., and the LGBT community in World of Warcraft marked the event with a large-scale celebration on the Proudmoore server. Gay Gamer reports, there is a site called Gay Gamer, isn't there? <laughs> That's retarded. I'm going there. <laughs> reports that this year's event was filled, will you shut up, was filled uh, with the fifth such gathering. So they've done this for five years now. There's a gay gamer site, dude. Yep. <laughs> there were a variety of activities, including pre-parade festivities, <laughs> march meetup with Alliance, new dual championship final round, uh, march to Ratchet Dance Boat Party to Booty Bay, Azeroth's next top model competition, Crafty to Booty Bay. <laughs> and post-parade dance party in the Bay. It's great to see <laughs> events like this happening in WoW and City of Heroes. <laughs> Whatever. I'm glad that they have, like, social events, but, oh, my God. I'm not glad they have social events. I don't... Well, <laughs> <laughs> they got a naked dance party on a ship going to Booty Bay. <laughs> is Booty Anybody? Bay, like, an actual, like, island in the yes, game or something? Yes, it is. Booty, oh. but B-U... It's B-O-O-T-Y, like, like uh... Treasure. Treasure, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's still funny. <laughs> uh, I don't, you know what? It's what do you make of that? I mean... I haven't played that game since March, and, and it's fortunate. But it was a certain server that did that. So they have, like, the gay server? Uh, evidently. You played on I, that server. No, I have not played on that server. So there's a gay server. That's going to be the next thing. This gay gamer, they're going to, like, for all the MMOs, they're going to... Uh, there is a such thing as gaygamer.com. Uh, oh, my yeah, God. Here. They're going to uh, <laughs> demand that uh, all the MMOs make a gay-specific server, so just <laughs> log in and play with each other. And, uh, no. and, uh, <laughs> oh, I can't even I say that. There's anything wrong with being gay. I mean, but it's funny. So I'm going to make... It is funny. Because, oh my god, <laughs> did you read any of the posts that were after No, that? you said you did, why don't you fill us in on some of the, the uh, highlights. You know what, because you don't have a server just for uh, white males that are heterosexual, and you know, this, and it was just, it was so funny, uh, some of the stuff that we're, was... We're getting, uh, we're, we're in, in chat, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Kagan, chat here, we're getting somebody's... Uh, talking about Warhammer the other night, there was a guild recruiting only homosexuals. How do you do that? I mean, how do you know if somebody's really gay in an MMO? Like, dude, are you gay? No. All right, go to the next. 
Are you gay? No. Alright, well, go ahead. Does it change the way you fight? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my god. And yeah, what does I mean, does it really after it. Yeah, exactly. You do a little dance ever after every time. I mean, it's... <laughs> I don't oh, know. Oh my that. goodness. <laughs> Does it really need to be a great a gay uh, pride march and an MMO or anything? Right oh, man, I'm telling you right now, there doesn't need to be because it's a fictitious world doing fictitious stuff. Right. It's, it's just... There's, there's probably a bunch of fictitious gays in their group just making fun of them the entire time in their head. Dude, I would totally do that. Like, if oh. there's a that was, like, recruiting, I would so join it, dude, and then just, like... <laughs> rip them apart at every chance I could get because that's the kind of guy I am. And I'm not that I don't like gays, but I really like making fun of people. So any chance I get to either belittle or hurt somebody's feelings, I'm all about it. <laughs> and I'm telling you right now, I just <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say. Insert your joke here. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, yeah, just yeah. So people get to our chat and let's talk about gay people, everybody. It's uh, tazandkeg.com slash chat.htm and we can talk about Sorry that. if we're offending the gay people, but yeah, I, I seriously don't believe an MMO needs a pride parade. Yeah, I don't think much needs a pride parade. That's just ridiculous. Dancing naked uh, on a boat to Booty Bay. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, good for them. You know what? If you don't know World of Warcraft, you don't know, you don't Booty, know Booty, Booty Bay. Bay. Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> it's oh my god, dude, that's funny. Oh my god, it's actually quite sad. But anyway, moving on. But somebody designed it. Dude, I was just somebody looking. We just lost like three quarters of our listeners. They must all be gay. <clears throat> anyway. Um, oh goodness gracious, man! We <laughs> we lost a bunch of listeners. Well, they're gay. They're, they can't help but no. Ah, uh, see, there's gay people out there that were all on your voice, man. They loved you and. <clears throat> I am a sexy beast, dude. What do you want? And they masturbated to your voice every night. Don't ever say that again, please. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, we're, we're done with the gay segment. We'll talk more about that. Keg will fill you in on how it went next week when he. Keg don't care. <laughs> dances in the lesbian parade no. in um, Ultima Online. So, anyway. <clears throat> hey, June is Gay Pride Month, man. You better get out there. Not me, dude. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll find it. Off there. I don't want to find a video of it. It's going to be awesome. So, anyway, we're moving on, I promise. Um, and this story here, and this one really kind of um, is weird. Not weird. It's cool, but it's not. And it's GameStop Shrugs as Best Buy Enters Used Game Biz. And we've talked about this on the show before, that all these different companies are looking to get into the used game business. Here's the... Here's the difference, though. They're not really... It's not following, like, a GameStop model. What they're doing is getting these stupid freaking kiosks that they put in their stores that people are going to be able to trade games in and get... Just like better. Walmart. Yeah, just like yeah, like Walmart. Or you ever see those red box things for renting videos? Yep. Real similar to those. <clears throat> and, um, which are... I'll tell you what, dude. Um, before I go in, I'm just going to give you a little story. I actually used one of those red box things at the grocery store the other night. Um, I see people at them constantly. Pretty damn cool, dude. I mean, I, I stopped at the grocery store. We, we were at a wedding last weekend. 
<clears throat> and my wife like made this chick's wedding dress and we did the food and everything else for this wedding and she sent me to the store to get uh, whatever gay pride tickets for something <laughs> and um, on the way out uh, there, there's a red box thing and I'm like you know what I got nothing to do tonight and this is exactly what went through my head I was like, I really have nothing planned for tonight. I have, you know, I don't feel like working. So I'm like, yeah, I haven't sat down and watched a movie in a while. So I went in there and you just, it's super easy, dude. You swipe your card and it's a dollar. And you, you scroll through the movies and then you pick out your movie and it dispenses it. You get your movie, you go home, you watch it, and then you just go and return it the next day. What happens if it's not there? Uh, I don't know. I'm sure it tells you. Or it just says it's not available. Yeah, because some of the movies they had like a big red X through, so it probably meant that they didn't have any more in the machine. <clears throat> but I'm assuming it's probably just like a big ass like jukebox. You know what I mean? They probably have like ten of the same movie or something in in oh, there. Yeah. It's just oh, yeah. especially new releases. Yeah, but it's pretty slick. So I rented uh, the Spirit, that uh, Frank Miller one. And um, it was the movie was alright, but that is, that really doesn't matter. With the story that I'm telling is um, very very convenient, especially at a place like a grocery store, where you wouldn't be thinking that you want to rent a movie. But dude, I see people there all the time. Man. It's a dollar. I've never done it my side. I never did it myself, but I see people there all the time, and it's everywhere. I mean, it, oh, I'll do well, it. <clears throat> I guarantee I'll do it again. For one, the grocery store is a lot closer than any other place um, that I could go to rent a movie. The grocery store is literally like around the corner from my house where the closest blockbuster is, you know, blocks away, like probably a mile away. It actually is. It's probably exactly a mile, maybe a little bit more than a mile away. So <clears throat> there is a definitely a convenience factor there. But anyway... Getting back to the story here, GameSpot shrugs as Best Buy enters a used game biz, and I'll read this for you. And this one comes from Game Politics as well. It says, in a move that has been anticipated for some time, the big box retailer Best Buy has jumped into the used game business. Reports in GamesIndustry.biz. Best Buy will apparently be using a kiosk system similar to that now employed by Walmart. <coughs> Excuse me. Dodge so. <coughs> I know you shut up. Used game, <laughs> used game trade leader GameStop is not bothered by the new competition. However, a sm spokesman from the retailer told the Fort Worth Star Telegram GameStop understands that trading in used games and consoles is a highly assisted activity. We are very confident in our business model that allows our expert associates to help our expert associates. <laughs> you know help. what? It's, it, this is all going to, you know what? It's, it's when the original companies that made the game are going to, they're suing for, they have they're been, not suing about they, They've talked about they're not going to do anything. Yeah. Let me finish. No, they're going to. No, they're going to. They're, they're going to. Well, they're not. Shut up. Shut up. Uh, allows our expert associates to help consumers trade in product. A fact not addressed with a self-addressed process. Wait, hold on, let me read that again. You screwed that whole thing up, Kig. GameStop <laughs> understands that trading in used games and consoles is a highly assisted activity. We are very confident in our business model that allows our expert associates to help consumers trade in product. A fact not addressed with, okay, self-serve process. Meanwhile, GI.biz reports that analyst Colin Sebastian of 
Lazard Capital Markets sees no threat to GameStop with Best Buy's move into used. While we believe that Best Buy's entry into the used video game market will create a new overhang on shares of GameStop, we expect Best Buy's initiative to expand the used video game market rather than take significant share from the speciality channel. Um, and Game Politics says, with the Best Buy announcement, we can expect the obligatory round of hand uh, ringing from the uh, curtain game publishers and developers. Um, you know, and I'm not a huge fan of GameStop. Actually, I kind of am a fan of GameStop, to be honest with you. I am. I, I think they um, got a great business model. And um, and I think uh, I think they're exactly right because it, there's it, you know you, you it's a whole different thing when you're going up to a, a machine to trade in your game. You stick your game there, and it tells you how much money you're going to get, and then you can use it as store credit or whatever the hell they're going to do. Um. Well, the only reason you do that is to eliminate overhead. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, it's just eliminate the extra people that you got to have there. See now, when it comes to movies, the thing is, yeah, they want to. They don't want to have to go through the the uh, the. Here's the thing: with Best Buy and places like Walmart or whatnot, they have to account for everything that comes through there. So if they have to pull money out of their registers. That's not good, you know, for them. Yeah, no, it isn't. But see now, Best Buy is taking that same road that Walmart went down. Well, oh, GameStop exactly. has already got a great business model. Yeah, they really do. Because you can go in there and you can talk to them. And the other thing, too, that GameStop is able to do that other places are not, is they take hardware. You know, if you have controllers or uh, console that you want to trade in, they'll do that, too. Which is huge. You know, you can't go drop your Xbox 360 into a machine, you know what I mean? And be like, here, take oh, that. I agree. Yeah, no. that's Which bad. is... um. You're absolutely right. And guessing is huge. A huge part of their business. Because you think you think they make a good they excuse me, you think they make good money off of their used game sales? What do you think they make off of their used console sales? I mean when you can buy a Xbox three sixty for what is an Xbox run now? Three hundred bucks new? Two fifty? Something like that? Well, yeah. Um, when you buy it for eighty dollars and then you sell it for let's say it sells for three hundred, they're probably selling it for you know, two sixty nine. I mean, that's they make a ton. As if we we look at our our chat here, and they're saying, "Yeah, they make a shit ton." So that's <laughs> a lot of money. <clears throat> and uh, I don't know how if that's like an actual um, amount. Yeah, measurement. Yeah. Um, measurement. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, man. There's a lot of you know. I live in. I live in a city, actually. I mean, you do? You live in a city? Yes, I live in a big city. Oh. But uh, there's smaller outfits. How'd you lived in a garbage can like Oscar or something? There's smaller outfits that we have out here that make a ton off of not only use, use games, but use videos, use books, use, um, you know, DVDs, use uh, <laughs> Blu-rays. So, I mean, there's... There's companies out there that are making big money off of this stuff, and I, you know, I have to admit that yeah, I was, we're getting I in was chat. not on that show. You know, I was not on that. No, you're you're dumb. We're getting in chat here that yeah, like they a new uh, three sixty is one ninety nine. You get it used for one fifty nine. So I was actually <clears throat> exactly right, one hundred and sixty bucks. So really, they're selling a used one that they probably paid under a hundred dollars for. Um, 
for uh, for you know forty dollars less than a new one, and the new ones are probably only making twenty thirty dollars off of. So that's a that's a big model right there, dude. <laughs> I mean, I, that's how I bought my my original Xbox. I didn't get into the Xbox, the original one, until late in its cycle, and um, and it was because they really a lot of the games that came out for the Xbox. Uh, you could buy it for the PC, so why, you know, and a lot of them, I'm not a big Halo fan or anything like that, because I'm not a big first-person shooter guy, and, um, but when Knights of the Old Republic came out, that's when I was like, dude, I gotta play that, although that ended up coming out for the PC eventually as well, but I went and bought my Xbox for, like, a little, maybe 110 bucks, 120 bucks used at the time, because it was way late in the cycle, so, but, anyway, that's your mother. Uh, but yeah, I don't think Best Buy is or Walmart or any of these are going to. They're just you know what they got business. They have Best Buy and Walmart. I mean, do people really go to like a Best Buy or a Walmart as like their video game destination? You know what I mean? I hope not. I hope not because they don't know nothing about what they're selling. Right, exactly. Because you can't go and talk to somebody and say, "Dude, you know, is this game any good?" That's what I always liked about GameStop and before when it was Funko Land and before that when it was. Babbages or software, etc. It goes on and on and on of all the yeah, places that yeah. uh, GameStop has purchased at this point. But <clears throat> the cool thing was it was kind of like a destination. Not, not as much now as it was when it was a, a different incarnation, but it was kind of a destination. You could go in there and just look around and see what we used was there or new was coming out and reserve a game. Then you could talk to somebody too and say, have you played this? Is it any good? And they could, you know, most of the time they could at least tell you. Nah, even if they haven't played, they'd be like, "Dude, I read good things about it." Six other people came in today and said they liked it. You know what I mean? Well, they still, they still kind of have that. Oh, they the totally one do. Thing, the one thing that but I you don't take like a Walmart Best Buy and talk to no, somebody, they'd be like, no, "Dude, is this a good no. game?" They'll look at you like you're retarded. Yeah, no. Uh-huh. I don't know, like you... What are you talking about? <laughs> but when you walk into a GameStop, it's it's. It kind of backfires a little bit because all they do is push the stuff that's coming out. Oh, we you know, okay, uh, this is uh, <coughs> yeah, this will be out. Uh, you know, uh, Transformers will be out next week. Uh, you want to put five bucks down on it now? Yeah, yeah. no. You know, yeah. that is the one thing that I hate. Yeah. I hate being pressured. I just, I, I, I just hate it. You know what? Uh, yes, I can do it, but uh, and I can suggest it. But they don't suggest it; they push it. It's it's almost like buying a used car. No, you're right. They well, you know, and that's kind of how they have to do it because they get those reserves, so they know how many games that they need to actually order, um, because they don't want to have a huge uh, surplus of games sitting around. That you know what? Don't me- you know what? Mention it, but don't push it. There's a there's a difference. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh no, you I agree. Mention it to them, but don't like. So, I mean, they just push that on them, you know. Yeah. It was just like, you know, okay, push this, push this, push this. And all of a sudden, oh, did you know that this is coming out? Yeah, I knew it was coming out, yeah, dumbass. Thanks. Just, <laughs> you know, just give me what I want. And I know. This is a, you know, I mean, suggest stuff is, is way different than. Oh, yeah. No, it's, you know, it's a different business plan. You know, I'm, it's. it's it's not high, high, you know, high pressure sales, you know. Right. No, it is what it is. But anyway, we are up against a break here, and I think that is what we are going to do. And when we come back, we are going to discuss 
Netflix possibly coming to the Nintendo Wii, which will be very interesting. Thanks for listening to Taz and Kegs Underground, and we'll see you in a bit. Thanks. I'm wasting DKP on that piece of crap. Okay. Major Domo's chest. It's time for the fast loot. Will we get a leaf or an eye of divinity? Why don't we have a druid tank rag? Hacks! I've got 13,000 AC! Nerf! Is shadow form okay? No! <laughs> I'm gonna do it anyway. Hell no! We're MC Raiders. We ain't got no lies. Hello everyone, and welcome back once again to Taz and Kegs. Underground. Thank you everybody for sticking with us tonight. If you would like to jump into chat for the last segment, you can do so by going to tazandkeg.com slash chat.htm. Or if you'd like to comment on anything, you can hit us up via IM, instant messaging. Uh, my our ICQ is 3555-01827. Everything else is just Taz and Keg, and that, you know, Yahoo, AOL, Google Talk, whatever you name it, we pretty much have it. Did so. you not get Twitter going on, or what? We do have Twitter going on, but that's not an instant messaging software, ding-dong. You didn't mention it. I did mention it at the beginning of the show, if you were listening. Well, at the beginning of the show, but not now. Yeah, well, you want me to mention it now again? Yeah, well, why not? Because I hate you. That's, that's a big thing right now, man. Everybody's been Twitter, and even the... Tweeting. S- tweeting. Tweeting, Twittering. Whatever. Yes, we are. We um, and this is going to be part of our new whole rebuild. But you can check us out right now. If you just go or uh, go to Twitter and look us up at Taz and Keg, you can follow us on Twitter now. Um, also on MySpace and Facebook, you can get us. Just look for Taz and Keg. My MySpace is MySpace.com/slash Taz and Keg, and um, same with Facebook is Taz and Keg. And then you can look, and there's a group created just specifically for our radio show um so all that stuff is actually it's in the work some of it doesn't look all that great right now i'm kind of remodeling some of the sites um but all that stuff is going to come into play with the new redesign of tazandkeg.com where we're going to have a full-blown wonderful social network and the cool thing about it is is that whatever you prefer whether you are a yahoo google um uh, Twitter, MySpace, Facebook user, instead of having to start a whole new account and everything else, because we all know that we have all these accounts for all these different things, whether it's at work, at home, for fun, um, the last thing you want to do is start up a new account. Well, you are going to be able to log into the Taz and Kegs Underground Show site with any of those. So if you want to use your MySpace account, you can do so, and it'll just automatically port over your information. And um, done. You don't have to worry about monkeying around with new uh, new logins and stuff. So I thought that that's pretty exciting stuff coming forward. Um, interviews, we're looking to set up more interviews. I mean, all kinds of good stuff coming. And uh, give us a little time, but uh, good, good stuff. And that goes for, you know, everybody out there in podcast land, too. Make sure you check us out at tazandkeg.com. Um, and then one other thing that I wanted to... <clears throat> just fill you in on is if you do go to any of those pages the myspace twitter or facebook or especially our page tazandkeg.com if it looks really bad or it looks jacked up or something's not in the right place um it's because uh 
it's not suck. going to be. It's because I'm monkeying with the site, and we're actually I'm getting rid of the network that's there now, and we're going over to a whole new network. Um, it's actually an old network that we used to have that is going to come back into play. Um, because man, I tell you what, the spam bots have found tazandkeg.com. I have we have 162 registered users, I think, and. Uh, a hundred and fifty of them are bots. I mean, it's horrible, horrible, horrible stuff. So, that's bound to not really that. Not it's not that many, but it, it's a, it's a lot. A lot, well, a lot, a lot of bots. It's it's happened to everyone. And the other thing we're doing is we're building new forums too. The um, so that that's another thing that's gonna all kinds of good stuff is gonna come into play. It's gonna take a little bit of time, so be patient with us and listen to the show in the meantime. But Good, good stuff coming. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, <coughs> man, I'm parched, dude. Didn't need to hear that. Yeah, sorry. But anyway, our last and final story of the evening that I would like to talk about is <coughs> um, Netflix. And this one is brought to us by OneUp.com. Um, this is pretty interesting. This is actually really, really cool. And I would be all for it if it actually happens. And would probably get my Netflix account back because um, that would rule. Um, a survey suggests that Netflix is still considering bringing their streaming service to Nintendo's console. So if anybody has a 360, they, they already do this for Microsoft. <clears throat> and if you have a Netflix account, you can stream all their videos and movies and stuff right on your television. Um, which is a really cool, cool thing. And they have, they don't, you don't get the, like, the newest movies to be able to stream, but there's a ton on there. I mean, you'd be hard-pressed not to find something that you wanted to watch for the night if if you wanted to check it out. And um, and then you can stream it right to your TV if you have your Wii hooked up there, which is cool. But um, I'll read this for everybody <clears throat> because I know you all want to hear the soothing voice of Taz. Soothing. It's soothing. Uh, Back in March, a survey floated online that sought <laughs> opinions <clears throat> and the possibility of Netflix instant streaming services being made available on the Wii, similar to how it's available on the Xbox 360. Now, Joystick reports. <clears throat> See, I got this one from One Up, but now they're saying that it's a report from Joystick. So, so now Joystick reports that a second survey had appeared which is identical to the previous survey except for one small change. It has removed the language that I originally suggested there may be a small fee attached to the streaming service if it appeared on the Wii. <clears throat> the original rumor suggested that an instant streaming disc could be required for the service to work, which would be obtained for a one-time fee of 10 bucks of 9.99. So what? This new survey, however, is now reportedly reportedly states that the internet or the instant streaming disc would be available for free. Otherwise, the survey is the same. The joystick reports that Nintendo refused to provide any comment on the matter. A Netflix spokesman, on the other hand, said that they are always looking for ways to expand its service. But for now, our game platform is the 360, which is almost exactly what they said to us when we inquired about these rumors back in April. As it was then, the key words in the statement are for now, which means there's nothing stopping them from changing its stance at any time in the future. So while the survey doesn't at all confirm Netflix will support the Wii, 
it doesn't suggest that they're still very much considering it. <clears throat> I think that is huge. For one, um, the Wii has by far the biggest install base of any console this generation. So why wouldn't Netflix want to hook up with Nintendo as well? And why wouldn't Nintendo want to work out a deal with Netflix to make it work? I mean, that would because just... they want too much money. What do you mean they want too much money? Uh, Netflix wants too much money for that. They why just they want money. Netflix don't want money. Why would they want money for? <laughs> Hold I mean, on, they want, man, they man, want... you've been born in a barn. They want There's money, no... but they're already paying for the service, dude. You don't pay extra money to. To have it on, to get it on Xbox, because you well, didn't. Nintendo does. If you, I, oh man, come on, you can't be that naive. Okay, you explain it to me, because I know it's going to be so far retarded that I'm going to be able to make fun of you for the rest of the show. Well, no, what they're trying to do is they're trying to get it so Nintendo's is less expensive because Nintendo is not uh, HD ready. So, what I mean, you didn't read further, you didn't read further into the article. Further into the article was the fact that that Nintendo Wii is not HD. Well, obviously, but neither are videos, and they're streaming. They are, but the Xbox 360 is. Yeah, but not the ones that you can stream from Netflix on HD. But that's the whole thing right now. They're talking about um, can they do this? Will they get enough people? Because it's that, not in HD. It's not. It doesn't matter. The Netflix movies that you stream right now are not in HD, dude. Yes, no, yes, they are. No, they're the fast, Xbox, dude. Yes, no, they are, dude. Yes, they are. Seriously, dude. I had a Netflix account. They're they're not. It's the same thing. It's All right. A, it's, well, then my argument is because yeah. seriously, man, because. That's a whole. That was the whole argument. I I read the blogs afterwards. I read the. Well, you it's know, just the, because the people that are blogging are arguing that they don't know what. Because the Wii about. does not have HD capability, man. Everybody else does. Xbox 360 well, does. I, you know, I understand that Xbox 360 and PS3 both have HD. You no, know, they they have that almost to a Blu-ray capability. Well, PS3 does have a Blu-ray capability. Yes. It's a Blu-ray player, for goodness sakes. Yes, but I'm is- saying and, and that's the whole argument is because they may not get as many people as they think they will. Yeah, see, I, mean, I don't buy that. Who was arguing that? The, just the bloggers? No, every, I, every article that I read was all about opposing against, you know, what the Xbox 360 and... Was, yeah, see, I don't... I mean, it's already on the 360. Okay. I don't know, why wouldn't they bring which is, it? Which is right, because that's HD compatible. Yeah, but well, who cares if it is? Does it have to be HD? I mean, you're still going to be able to watch a movie on a console. You know what I mean? Or if you already have a Netflix account, why would it matter? But the Wii is not. I mean, it's just... Dude, but uh, here's the thing. Okay, here's the thing. Believe me, I, I've, I've watched movies on the Xbox 360, and like... At least three quarters of them, if not close to all of them, are you cannot stream in HD because they're not available in HD through Netflix, whether it's on the Xbox 360 or not. So it doesn't matter. Is what I'm saying. I mean, if they have, yeah, most of those movies that you stream from there are like from, you know, the 80s and early 90s. They're not available in HD. 
So it, it doesn't either. matter. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. So, uh, so, you know, if you get, okay, fine, there's a movie that you can get in HD, big deal. Then you just don't download it on, on your Wii. You, you, they got to have two versions of it. I mean, I haven't checked out the Netflix streams in a while, but most of them, when, when I had a Netflix account, which was probably, it wasn't that long ago, it was probably less than a year ago, there wasn't any movies that were in HD for streaming. Basically, what it did is it just adjusted the quality of the movie based on the available bandwidth that you had, so it didn't lag. <clears throat> so, I, you know, I don't, I mean, and I'm assuming it's got to be doing the same thing on these different consoles. So, even if you, let's say you have a 360, yeah, and it's available streaming in HD, or available playing something in HD, if your bandwidth isn't capable of handling an HD stream, Netflix won't let it go through in an HD stream. It's going to dumb down the quality so you can actually watch it. That's all. Well, that's all. That's exactly the way it work. It would work for the Wii. All right, which is fine. But what I'm saying is, you know, the Wii just except the Wii perfect. does not have. Uh, it just does not have the ability. So what? It don't, doesn't need to be in HD. You can still watch a movie that's not in HD, because the that I mean the the streams aren't coming in in HD. The, the majority of them. I mean, I don't know. When I had it, there was no streams in HD. So, I don't know. Um, Even on your Xbox 360, yeah? Yeah, because it's the same service. It's the exact same service. It's just you're putting it on your TV instead of your computer. Hmm. I, I don't know. I don't, so, know how, I don't know how it would translate to, to the Wii... I mean, I haven't had Netflix in like that's a, the only thing that I read about was Netflix. it would translate fine. That that's the I mean, I can guarantee you that they would be able to translate it absolutely fine. You'd be able to watch the movies just fine on your Wii, just as well as you'd be able to on your Xbox 360. It would work the same. There would be there's there's no difference. It's a streaming video, so whatever quality they want to put it in, they can put it in. It doesn't matter. Um, I mean, you could probably even stream an HD signal. It would probably look a little bit better. It just wouldn't be exactly the best if you don't have an HD TV or you're not using an HDMI cable or whatever. It would still work. It just, you know, it might be the resolution would be a little bit less. But who cares when you got, you know, three times the the install base with the Wii than you do the Xbox 360, you know, and probably four times and you have the PS3. It makes perfect sense to uh, put this setup on the Wii. You know, I think they would get a lot more um, downloads or registers or whatever that they can say, hey, we can just, you know, what's what's a Netflix account now? $9 a month maybe? And then you get, what is it, like three movies delivered to you? And then not to mention, uh, you know, the, the thing that they're offering on the, on the consoles is their streaming service, which is... Um, you know, it's not all the movies. You, you know, people get have this misconception that if you have a Netflix account, every new movie that comes out and all these movies that you can, uh, you can just stream and watch. You can't. It's there's like the the movies are, and shows are like, at least two years old. <laughs> <laughs> that you can that you can stream. Oh, wonderful! So it, it's not you know and that. And that, you know that's a big perception out there that or a misconception uh, that people have that you know if a new movie comes out you're going to be able to stream it and watch it on your Xbox or your Wii. No, 
that's not that's not how it works. You you get what they have on there, which is uh, movies that are at least two years old, and most of them are like four or five years old, and then you know and over. So it's not it's not all the new movies or anything like that. So um, that's what I'm saying. That that's my point is that the streams most of them are not in HD because they're old old movies. That was the biggest argument. That's I, everything that I had read. That was the biggest argument. Was how you going to put it on HD when we doesn't support HD? I'm going to go read some of those blogs and stuff, and I bet it's because those people are dumbasses and they argue just to argue. I can almost guarantee you that's what they're arguing about, and it's stupid. It makes perfect sense to be to marry these two together. I mean, I would be stoked, dude. I would totally re up my Netflix account if it came to the week. Um, just to be able to stream some old movies once in a while for nothing. You oh, know? me too. It would make complete sense because then you get your rentals anyway and everything else. It so. would. It, it would be great, you know. But we don't support that that technology. You know, we doesn't support the HD network. And yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to. It doesn't have to. HD's overrated anyway. So anyway, we are coming to an end or pretty close to an end tonight and um okay you got any, any anything else we, we need to add in before we start wrapping things up here for everybody uh no I touched on everything I needed to uh Ghostbusters uh Final Fantasy um My Life as a King what the conduit? Anyone have the conduit yet? We gotta, we're gonna be talking about I have that. Not, I have not got that yet, but <coughs> it's a first-person shooter, man. I'm not big on first-person shooters, you know. Mm. Um. Yeah, but we're definitely. I know that's the only thing too. It's like it's supposed to be like the biggest, next, baddest, good game for the Wii, and um, I'm not a big first-person shooter fan. But I'll probably definitely give it a rental and check it out so we can at least. You know what? I like Metroid though. I did. I did like Metroid. So did I. I like Metroid a lot, but I don't know. For some reason, it didn't feel like just a shooter, and I don't know why that is. But it just didn't to me. So I don't know. And uh, I don't know how this conduit. This conduit. It looks good. good. It, I mean, it looks gorgeous. I mean, we. I mean, for yes. a game, it looks yes. really good. But I don't know if. It's just like one of those games that I like to play or, play or not, you know? It's like... Right. I'm hearing it's very similar to Perfect Dark Awesomeness, which we're getting in our chat room here right now. So, <laughs> Anyway, um, we just started this last dark. week, and let's go ahead and continue it. Um, uh, Keg, what uh, did you learn tonight on the show, dude? Did you learn anything? Did I learn anything? What did uh, you learn? I knew it all before I came. You did? You knew everything? Yep. You didn't learn one thing tonight? Dude, I read all these articles that you were talking about. I knew exactly what you were... I knew exactly what was going to happen tonight. I do. You did, huh? <clears throat> you had some kind of Nostradamus now or something? Oh, hell yeah. No, you're not. You're an idiot. And next week is going to be way out of control. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, we got uh, all kinds of good stuff coming up. Maybe, if you're lucky. Um, let's see if our producer Landon's around. Hey, Landon, are you there? Now, why would I be here? <laughs> well, so, Landon, what, the, what what did you learn this week? I'm, I'm going to do this to everybody every week now. So, I learned I was glad I didn't play World of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> that is a uh, 
Booty Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing, yeah, people should not be playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> so what did I learn this week? I learned that, um, uh, yeah, I learned a whole bunch of stuff, actually. The first thing I learned is that, yeah, I'm glad that I'm not playing World of Warcraft. Actually, no, I'm actually sad that I'm not playing World of Warcraft because I would love to get in the middle of that whole gay parade thing, and that would be an absolute blast. See, no, no, it wouldn't. Why? Because it just wouldn't. Dude, it'd feel funny. It would... No. No. It's a game, dude. You can't really feel stuff. I wouldn't. Yeah, no, but you do. I mean, when you get in, uh, you know, uh, online games like. No, you don't. The. Uh, <laughs> we had a all right. We had a guy in our guild, and this one we we're playing MMOs. We we're playing Ultima. That actually pretended he was a chick and hooked up with this other dude, so he would just get free stuff all the time. And he did too. Dude, he got <laughs> so much loot. It was, I mean, he would be like, yeah. And it was a dude. And it was a dude, and he didn't care. He was just like playing along or whatever. And mm. then he'd come back and he'd give it to our guild. He'd be like, dude, I got all this stuff here. We'll put it in the guild coffers for everybody to use when we need it. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> that was in the great days of Ultima. <laughs> yeah, those are, those are in the, yeah. <laughs> great days. He used to crack me up, dude, because he'd buy a. He, Seriously, they'd go, yeah, they'd go to auctions. Yeah, they'd go to auctions. Oh, yeah, they'd, they'd go, go to auctions, too, in-game, yeah. In uh, World of War, um, I'm sorry, Ultima. Hmm? And then uh, <laughs> he'd be like, oh, this is for you, and then he'd give him a rose with it. Right, right. <laughs> a whispering rose. Yes. And, uh, yeah, that's... Uh, oh, man, that's just sick. <laughs> Hey, win if you can, lose if you must, but always cheat. Always cheat. <laughs> Absolutely. So anyway, we have come to an end here, and for everybody listening live, thank you very much. We will get the phones working next week, hopefully, so we can have you call in again. But um, if you'd like to call, you can call and leave a message, and we can record it and play it uh, next week or whenever. And you can do so at 262 Four five six five three seven zero, and you can get us and leave a message because it will go to voicemail. It still works. It's just we can't take them live right now for some reason, and we'll get that figured out and fixed. Um, and then those folks that are listening in podcast land as well, if you'd like to leave us a message, please go ahead and do so at that same number two six two four five six five three seven zero, or shoot us an email at taz at tazandkeg.com or keg at Taz and keg.com um, I would tell you to go register on the site but I really don't want you to right now because the network's going to change and you're going to have to re-register if um, you plan on doing that anytime soon so we're, we're not going to uh, have any, I'm actually going to probably shut off registration for the time being on tazandkeg.com because um, it's going to be a different network and we're going to have to re-register some folks um, trying to think if there's anything else I think there is not. Nope. As far as I'm concerned, play Ghostbusters. <clears throat> play Ghostbusters. There you go. There's your your advice from Keg. Oh, man. Great story. Good Great story. story. That's good. So, anyway, thank you, everybody, again, once again, for listening to Taz and Keg's Underground. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>